Thank you for tuning into this episode of Rainy Days with Tabs. I'm your host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have you here today. On today's episode, I titled the episode, <laughs> um, I want to go to church, but because that's just kind of been like my season, I want to go to church, but there are many reasons I haven't been. Well, actually, not too long ago, I fell across a article by CNN, and it basically was like 10 reasons Americans want to go to church and nine reasons they don't. And some of the nine reasons are that people practice their faith in other ways. Some are not believers. They haven't found a house of worship that they like. They don't like the sermons. They don't feel welcomed. They don't have the time. They have poor health or mobility and no house of worship is in their area. And if I have to be honest, I would say they haven't found a house of worship that they like. They don't like the sermons. And they don't have time. Have to be the categories that I fall into. Although, you know, nothing is black and white in this life. I wish it was, but it's not. Unfortunately, it's just it, it just goes deeper than that. I grew up in church, like, my whole life, I would have to say. Like, since I was born, I've been knowing church. All I've known was God. And, man, that is such an amazing thing to say because I know a lot of people don't. They didn't grow up knowing God, but there has been a foundation set for me that I love. I love the act of worship. I love being in the house of God. I love being with other believers and being able to talk about things that we all go through um, as believers and being able to relate on a completely different level. And, you know, it's been great. But there were there's been times when it hasn't been great. There's been times when being amongst other believers has cost me or has made me wonder why I believe. And whenever I used to hear people say that, whenever I used to hear people, you know, question God based off of the actions of another, I'd be like, are you crazy? Like, what does God have to do with these people? Like people have their own choices and they make their own decisions. But until you're in that person's position and until you're almost saying the same thing, you think to yourself, oh, something happened. In my case, I've seen several things throughout my life, whether it be, you know, the church that I went to during my upbringing, to the churches I visited in Tampa, because that's the only other place I've lived my whole life. But or even just the things I've heard in the media, you just, as as time has gone on, the church, not the buildings themselves, but people who have either had some top, sort of leadership in the church or you've had some type, type of community with them, have done something to make you question your God. And it sounds crazy and it sounds like something that shouldn't be the case, but unfortunately it is, especially if it's going to be a leader, right? In my most recent situation, I think the thing that's gotten put me in such a limbo spot of, I want to go to church, but is the fact that if I have to be honest, I I don't 
I don't trust church leaders. I don't. Like, I look at them all funny now. Forget Robbie Zacharias. If you haven't listened to my episode called I Can't Compartmentalize This Yet, <laughs> you should go check that out. I kind of go into depth about that a little bit. But this, my feelings have become more personal because I've encountered more personal things where I was under a particular leadership back in Tampa. And I mean, you go into a church hoping for the best, right? And I did. Granted, I was very hesitant because I had only known one church my whole life and that ministry I was okay with. It wasn't perfect, but I was okay with it. I tolerated it. It was somewhere where I got my spiritual feeding and I I got my spiritual feeding and I went home. Then I ended up going to a non-denominational church in Tampa and that was cool. That was different. I actually loved it because really the true essence of walk in, walk out was really manifesting itself and I did not know what to do with myself. My introverted self loved it. But then I ended up going to this church when I'm referencing the one other than the non-denominational church. And I liked it as well. Although it wasn't non-denominational per se, but I loved how the pastor preached. There was a certain cadence about him, about his word. And you just really felt the presence of God and it really felt like a community. I love mega churches because like I said, I get to walk in and walk out. But with this church, it was more homey. So people kind of, they know you a little bit. If you're missing, if you miss a Sunday, they're like, hey, hey, Sister Tabs, like, are you okay? I didn't see you last Sunday. And that felt good. It felt good to be acknowledged. It felt good not to feel like another number. But (laughs) the downside of that is when you do go to a smaller church that you see all the nuts and bolts per se. You see where there may be a little crack in the ceiling or, you know, the way that this person is conducting themselves is completely contrary to the word, but yet they're a leader. So you just end up like, wait, wait, hold up. In my particular situation at this church, the pastor just turned up. He turned up. I don't even know how to explain it, but he did. Just, he turned up. He became someone that I would have never imagined him to become. And unfortunately, it's like I had front row seats to everything that occurred. And the whole situation, and it sucks, guys, because I want to share the situation. But because of the complexity of it, and because I am still in contact with some of the people that endured it, It's not my story to share, and so I want to be respectful of that. But when I tell you I want to tell you guys what happened, I want to tell you what happened. But I can't. (laughs) But just believe me when I say it was messed up. And just being there made me feel like, uh uh-uh. Not only do I not want to go to church, but I don't trust no pastors. All of them are greedy money hungry laundering 
just demons and I'm better off just living my life for Christ at home every Sunday and I'm okay with that because that's just how bad it was and it goes back to you know what I had said earlier I just never really believed in being that person that equated God with the actions of a person and never said I never was that person that agreed with people saying, oh, yeah, I don't want to go to church because church people are this and the third. Because my response in the past would have been like, but you don't go to church for those people. You go to church for God, yada, 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 yada. But I mean, if we can be honest, what am I doing at a church where God is not even their primary focus? I'm not going to sit here and take direction from you that you can't clearly take for yourself. So yeah, I'd rather sit out. I'd rather be that person. And that's what I've been doing, if I can be honest. Like, I've just been kind of being that person that just sat in the background. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home, you know, do my little, you know, prayers with God here and there, read the word here and there. I'd rather do that than step into a church where the pastor is being a complete hypocrite and they're basically making me despise God. I'd rather just stay home. But I've gotten to a place where it's like, I can't stay home forever. A lot of people just really never had that church experience that I've had. So for a lot of you guys, you probably never even wanted to go to church, but you had to growing up. But it wasn't like that for me. I actually really enjoy church. I enjoyed being a part of a community of believers. I enjoyed having that experience. And so to be depleted of that experience for so long, it's just been a little sucky. I hate that I had to endure that. I hate that I had to see that firsthand. Literally, when I tell you front row seats, front row seats. And a lot of it I had to suck up. A lot of it I had to just kind of go through the motions. There were times when whatever was happening was happening that the pastor wouldn't preach to edify the people he would preach to make a point about what was going on in the church he would make a point about it and of course I knew that because I know not only what's going on but I'm like what does one have to what one one and one one this this does not make any sense like it just none of it flowed I wasn't feeling the presence of God I just felt like the pastor just got on the service got on the on the pulpit and just was on his soapbox because he felt like that was the best way for these people to hear how he felt. And it was just like, but what about my soul? That's how I felt. What about my soul? What about what I'm going through? And then when questioning about tithes got put in there, that just drove me over the edge. And then guys, it was just a mess. I mean, when I tell you a mess, I just literally mean a mess. So much so, like, it literally had stopped me from going to church for so long. And then to add COVID on top of that, when all the churches shut down and all you had was online, it was like, forget it, even on top of that. And so I've just kind of been in a moment. I've been in a season where it's like, I want to go back to church, but I don't trust any churches. My friend invited me one to one, and it was nice. I actually really loved it. I told her, I'm going to be back next Sunday. <laughs> did I go back, guys? No. No, I did not go back. 
when I tell you I did love it, I did. The reason why I didn't go back is because, like, fear literally crept into my heart. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I feel like I had PTSD, not going to lie. Especially when the pastor was like, hey, um, somebody can take down her number. I'll call her and see how she's doing. I was like, oh, no, you will not. If you even ring my phone, like, I will block you. Like, I was just <laughs> freaking out because I just... It's so hard to trust ministry leaders, but, oh, God. And then, like, okay, you don't trust ministry leaders. That's number one. Number two, you find a good church, right? If you find a good church, something's wrong. Something's always wrong. Like, it's never perfect, and I don't know if it's because I'm looking for perfection and I won't find it. I don't know, but I'm just kind of over it, and I'm just, I... I want to go to church because I feel like I've been wanting more in my life that, yes, it's been so nice to find God for myself and to build on that relationship, but I love to be around a community of people. And some of you guys might say, you know, Tabs, why don't you go back to your church that you went to growing up? And it's like, honestly, I've outgrown that ministry. And that sounds really bad, but I mean in the sense of it was there for me in a certain season of my life and that was perfect. But the church that it is anyways is that like nobody wears pants, no jewelry, no fake hair, like very, very Pentecost, like very um, by the book, kind of, because if we could be honest, not everything in the Bible is being followed. That's neither here nor there. But, and I just kind of put it in my mind that if I went back, I wouldn't be changing. I'm not going back to wearing only skirts. I'm not going back to not wearing jewelry. I'm just not going to do certain things because I'm an adult and I can do what I want. And my walk with Christ is personal and they're not going to accept that, right? There's going to always be a subliminal subliminal um word about it i just guys i don't know i don't know it's hard it's it's hard and it's weird to be in this position but i am in the process of finding a church and what i've kind of come come to the conclusion of is that i'm not going to be looking for perfection but i am looking for somewhere where there is community i'm not looking for like a cookie cutter like type of worship because you can miss me with that you reach new levels in your spiritual walk where it's like that cookie cutter worship just don't cut it i mean is there space for the holy spirit at the end of the service that's all i gotta say because if there's not the church is probably not for me (laughs) and i need a good word like i don't need anybody that's gonna go preach just to be on their soapbox because they gotta let out every single kind of feeling they got about something that happened to them with their kids or their wife no 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 this word is for me. You have your little moment with God before you get on that stage and start talking to me. Am I harsh for that? No, I don't think so. I think I'm like, your commitment is to the people. It's not to yourself. Figure it out at home. That's your first ministry anyways. (sighs) Yeah. My verse for today is somewhat unrelated to the topic, but I liked it because it gives precedence for what I would like to occur. And it's Job 34 verse 21 which says his eyes are on the ways of men he sees their every step and with that being said god i am just asking you to order my steps there's clearly a longing to be in your presence beyond my own house beyond my own bedroom there's a longing to be with other believers to talk about you in a capacity that exalts you and that lifts up your name even higher than it is 
I mean, and it's nice to take this personal walk. It's taught me so much. I've learned so much about myself during this time. It's been beautiful. I've learned so much about you. My relationship with you is literally fortified. It's not dependent on church. And that's been an amazing thing. But after a while, it just kind of feels like I want more. I've just been feeling like I want more. I want more. I want to be able to hear a sermon and to be able to digest it and not take it as if, you know, this person is venting, but they're actually speaking your word and actually breaking down the interpretation so that I could understand it. I want to be around other believers, even people who are my age, where we can talk about the things of God and it won't be this whole I'm better than you type thing, but we're both literally in this wrench together just trying to pull it through i want to be able to sing a worship song and just hear other people singing it too and just i don't know not feel like i'm at a funeral i just i just want more can you please help me to find a church help me to find a community of other believers that believe you like i do and that trust in you like i do and a pastor that isn't just trying to take people's money you know like just there for the tithes trying to put it in his pocket can i at least go to a church where this pastor you know even if they didn't get any money from anybody that they still did all they could to uplift their community and allow people to be seen i know there might be a lot of people that don't really care to go to church but if there is i pray this prayer for them too and for the others i pray that you'll give them enlightenment and encourage them to seek a body of believers that could help them and edify them your word says that iron sharpens iron and so i'm just looking some other iron to sharpen mine. I thank you and I praise you, not because I deserve anything, but because you're a great God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. And you guys know it does not rain always, but it's raining today, so please go stand in the rain.